What's up, guys? Welcome to Demo with Mo. I'm your host, Monique Simmons. We'll be discussing dating, engaged, and married objectives from a young Christian's perspective. Are you guys ready? Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to a new episode of Demo with Mo. I am your host, Monique Simmons. Today, we are going to be discussing when bare minimum isn't enough anymore. Before we dive into today's episode, we're going to get some business out of the way. I want to read this review by SBLWO. She gave the podcast five stars. This was an episode that I truly needed. And she's talking about how does it feel to be rejected. If you have not heard that episode, please go check that out. I truly love the information given along with the personal experiences from Mo. She has gone through everything she gives advice on and she is speaking from a true perspective in her personal life. Very great advice. Thank you so much for the five-star wonderful review. I appreciate you so much. And with that, you guys know that we were doing the giveaway for the whole month of November to celebrate my 34th birthday with me. This will be our winner for the month of November. You will be receiving an Amazon gift card if you will email me at demowithmo at gmail.com. Again, that's demo with mo, D-E-M-O-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for your review. I appreciate you guys so much. And another thing, this weekend, we celebrated the podcast reaching 1,500 downloads. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast, From the bottom of my heart, I just want you guys to know I don't take it lightly at all. There's so many podcasts you could be listening to. There are so many other things that you could be doing with your time. But the fact that you check out Demo with Mo, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you. And I just want to say thank you. When this episode goes live, it will be the start of December. And I will have just finished out my self-care challenge for the month of November. If you follow me on Facebook, if not, stop what you're doing and go do that now at Demo with Mo. You will know that for the whole month of November, I did a self-care birthday challenge called 30 Days for Mo, where each day for the whole month of November, I did something specific for myself to take care of myself, to prioritize my well-being, to pour into Mo. And self-care is something that I push, something that I talk about. I even have podcast episodes referencing self-care, talking about self-care, promoting self-care. So that's something that I do in my own life. And it's not something that I've always done, but for the past at least three years, that's something that I've done in my own personal life. And it's made a big difference. So I thought bringing you guys along that journey with me to encourage you to kind of do the same. Your self-care doesn't have to look like mine. Your self-care does not have to look like mine. But I do encourage you to begin to take care of and prioritize your own well-being. This whole month of November has been beautiful. To be honest with you guys, it would be hard for me to summarize it in words. I have been in therapy. I have gone on trips. 
I have did the cute stuff, the manicures and pedicures and lighting of the candles. And even some of my closest girlfriends sent me self-care boxes for my birthday. I have just had a beautiful experience, but something that I have talked about on my social media platform with this self-care challenge, self-care is not always cute. It's not always comfortable. It does not always feel good. You know, sometimes you see on social media, self-care can be promoted or shown in a light of lighting candles and massages and bubble baths and getting your hair done and getting your nails done and all of those cute, nice things. And don't get me wrong, those things have their place because that was part of my self-care challenge, doing some of those things as well. But self-care is about taking care and prioritizing your well-being. What is it that you need to be made well? What is it in your life that you need to improve on, that you need to do better? What area in your life do you need to focus on? And for me, there were a lot more things that I needed to focus on besides getting my hair done or getting my nails done or taking a bubble bath. And I did those things. So this month has been everything to me. It has been everything. I want to do a podcast episode specifically telling you guys about that whole month of November and that self-care challenge. So I don't want to give away too much, but I encourage you, if you're not already, follow me on Facebook so you can go back and check out those 30 days for Mo and you can see all of the things that I did each day and you can come along that journey with me and maybe you can kind of do the same challenge for yourself for your own birthday and maybe even not even for your birthday, but it's just a way that you want to hold yourself accountable to begin to take better care of yourself. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right, guys, let's dive in. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode when bare minimum isn't enough anymore. Have you ever accepted the bare minimum and considered it the same as intentionally putting in effort? So many people give the bare minimum but expect maximum results. And the sad part is so many people are okay with accepting that. I know some of you may be listening and saying, Mo, but I'm not okay with it. And my question to you is, well, what are you going to do about it? In our romantic relationships with partners or spouses, with friends, with family, on jobs, shoot, even with ourselves. Yes, with ourselves. We have goals and things we want to achieve and accomplish, and we halfway show up for ourselves. That's the bare minimum. Why do we accept the bare minimum? There are a number of reasons why we could do this. And I'm sure after you hear my list, I'm sure there are even more that you yourself could add to this. One, we want to avoid confrontation or rocking the boat, you know, so we don't say anything. We just quietly sit back, even on the inside, we're upset, we're mad, we want them to do more, we expect more, we need more, we desire more, but we don't say anything because I don't want to cause confusion. I don't want to have confrontation. I don't want to rock the boat, even though the boat is already rocking because you're only giving the bare minimum. I need more, I want more, but I'm lacking it because you're not giving it to me. 
but I don't say anything because I'm afraid of the confrontation. I'm afraid of causing confusion. I'm afraid of rocking the boat of our relationship. Two, we don't want to come across as needy. A lot of people have grown up not to ask for anything. You got to learn how to do it on your own. You have to be strong. You can't depend on anybody for anything. So many people in our world and in this society have been taught that and have that mindset. So we have these needs and we have these desires of things that we want, but we don't say anything because I don't want to come off needy or naggy or wanting too much or needing too much. So I don't say anything. Three, we are afraid to ask for more. What if the person can't handle it? (laughs) Uh, Usually the person who accepts the bare minimum, they feel like they would be putting pressure on the person they need and want more from, which is usually not the case. Because if you're only showing up with the bare minimum, That means you're not putting any effort in. You're not really having to work at anything. You're really not having to do much. You're literally showing up with the bare minimum. Enough just to pass. Enough just to say you showed up and you did something. But it's the bare minimum. So I'm not putting in any extra work. I'm not trying really hard. There's really no intentionality. There's no thought process behind it. There's no work. But for most people who are accepting a bare minimum, they're afraid to ask for more because they feel like the person may not be able to handle it. Maybe I'm putting too much pressure on them. Maybe I want too much from them. Four, it was once okay. Can I be transparent with you guys? Can I be honest with you? Completely honest with you. This is one that I struggled with for myself. And this is when I talked about the relationships earlier, even though this is a relationship podcast, we're talking about dating, engaged and married objectives. Our relationships where we accept the bare minimum goes way beyond just our romantic relationships. Because usually if we allow it in one place, more than likely we'll allow it in another place. This was the one that was hardest for me because at one time I was okay with what I consider to be the bare minimum now. At one time I considered it to be effort. At one time in multiple relationships, I thought that was the person or people putting in effort, but it really was the bare minimum. So I had to adjust from seeing it as effort to recognizing it for what it was and being able to speak up and say that. But this one here was the hardest one for me because you get used to a dynamic in certain relationships where things were once okay, but they're not okay anymore. So how do you now begin to explain to this person? Because this goes back to having those conversations that may cause confrontation or it may rock the boat because there's a chance that that may happen. That's just being honest. It is a chance that there, that that may happen because hard conversations are uncomfortable and it may cause confrontation. It may cause confusion. It may rock the boat. That's just what may happen. But you have to be able to say, even though that this was once okay for me, even though 
this started out okay, maybe a few years down the road, this was okay, but this is not who I am anymore. This is not okay anymore. I need more. You know, I that that was that was fine once before. You know, that was good enough. I could accept that. I was good with that. I was satisfied with it. But now I need more. You know, I've grown as a person. I've grown as a woman. I've grown as a human being. What was once okay, what was once enough, is not enough for me anymore. It's not okay for me anymore. And these are the things that I now need. We have to be able to sit down and have those mature conversations with whoever the person is. Because like I said, this goes past just romantic relationships, even though that's your most important relationship after your relationship with God, your relationship with your partner or your spouse. But we have to be able to have these conversations wherever it's needed, whatever relationship, because you know, you who are listening to this, you know where you've been accepting the bare minimum. You know, I'm sure exactly when you heard the title of what we were going to be talking about today, I'm sure there was a light bulb in your head of exactly the person that you needed to talk to or the person that you know you've been accepting the bare minimum from. And maybe it once was okay. Maybe what they was doing was once enough for you, but you've grown. Now you need more. You desire more. You want more. And you have to be able to communicate that. Five, we don't realize our value or worth. Sometimes we accept the bare minimum. We accept no effort. We accept no work no intentionality, no thought. We accept it because we don't realize how valuable we are, how worthy we are. We don't understand that about ourselves. But once you get that, once you grasp that, you won't accept anything less. Once you really understand who you are and whose you are, you won't accept anything less. Six. The bare minimum is all you've ever known. Maybe this is the way you grew up. Maybe this is all you've seen all your life. Maybe every relationship you've ever been in, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your so-called friends, your relationships with the, the women or the men that you have dated in the past. Maybe this has been your dynamic for all your life. So if you've gotten used to this, This is the cycle that you've been on. This is the merry-go-round that you continue to ride around. This is all you know, so you continue to accept it. Seven, we think people will change on their own. We continue to accept the bare minimum. We continue to accept the lack of effort. We continue to accept just enough to get by because we think for some reason, one day they're just going to wake up and change. One day they're going to say, they need more, they want more, and I'm going to give it to them. One day they're going to wake up and decide, I'm just going to give this relationship everything I got on their own, without communication, without conversations, without you expressing exactly what you need, what you desire, what you want. I don't know how that would happen. And being on either end of that, (laughs) the person that's even showing up with the bare minimum, how do you even know that you're giving the bare minimum? Or how do you even know what the other person in a relationship need, desires, wants from you if they don't communicate that to you? So people will not change on their own. Now, don't get me wrong. God can do some amazing things 
miraculous, blow your mind things. He could definitely touch somebody's head and make them change their whole mindset, their thought process, everything about them. I know that 100%. But we have to be able to have conversations. We have to be able to express our needs. We have to be able to share with the people who we are doing relationships with, whoever that may be, friends, family, partners, spouse, on your job, coworkers, whomever that may be, we have to be able to express exactly what it is that we need because the change is not just going to happen. Most people are not going to show up one day from showing the bare minimum to giving you everything they got. Most times it's just not going to happen like that. Okay, so how do we stop accepting the bare minimum? One, clearly communicating exactly what you need and desire. Being direct, not constantly putting off how you feel, allowing resentment to sit in. Because this is what's going to happen. When we don't clearly communicate exactly what we need and desire, we're just going to continue to let that stuff sit in us. You know how a pot begins to boil over when you put a lid on it and the water just spills out all over the pot? That's what's going to happen because your, your, your needs, your desires, your wants are still going to be there. You're still going to need those things. You're still going to want those things. You're still going to desire those things just because you're not communicating them, just because you're not sharing them, just because you're not being honest about how you feel. That doesn't change how you feel. So you have to be able to clearly communicate, not be passive aggressive, you know, not not shoot shots on social media, you know, not slamming cabinets and, you know, all of the different passive aggressive ways that we can be, you know, where we don't clearly communicate to somebody, but we be very aggressive passively that we don't talk to them directly, but I want you to understand by my actions over here that I feel some type of way. So you need to say something. You need to understand that I feel some type of way, even though I have not came to you directly and told you that I feel some type of way. Yeah, that passive aggressive. Don't do that. Clearly communicate exactly what you need. What is it that you need? If it's with a friend and you need them to show up for you, say that. How do you need them to show up for you? What exactly is it that you need from them? If it's your partner and you need dates or you need romance or you need more intimacy, you need to be able to talk to them more. Say exactly what it is that you need. If it's on your job and you have a coworker that works on a team with you and you feel like you're doing most of the work, clearly communicate exactly what it is that you need. Clearly communicate. Don't put off how you feel. Don't allow the resentment to build in because once that resentment sets in, what's going to happen is you're going to end up popping off. You're going to end up being very hostile in your communication. And what's going to happen is you're not going to get what you want. It's going to backfire because that person is going to be defensive because that's what happens when somebody attacks you, when somebody yells at you, when somebody comes at you in a hostile way, you automatically get defensive. Your walls are going to go up. You're going to protect yourself. So nothing is going to be able to be handled that way. So clearly communicate exactly what you need Two, create healthy boundaries for yourself. Sit down and think about all the relationships you have been accepting the bare minimum. 
write down how things can be handled differently by you because you can't control anyone else's actions, but you can control your response to them. Because one of the things about boundaries is we use boundaries a lot of times when we talk about boundaries, we use it out of context. We tell people what they're not going to do. That is not how boundaries work. Because you cannot control anybody. You will literally drive yourself crazy if you think you're going to be out here setting boundaries, telling them what they're not going to do. Boundaries are for you. Boundaries are to protect you. Boundaries are like putting a fence around your yard. Your home is still accessible. You are still accessible. You're not putting up a wall to keep everybody from getting into your house. You are putting a fence around to allow who has access to you. You can close your fence and close your gate at any time. Boundaries are for you. So, for example, if you're dating someone and they only want to Netflix and chill. And I'm using this example because we are in, with this being a relationship podcast, I have a lot of people who listen to the podcast who are dating, who are single and dating, who are not married yet. And we are in a culture where it's basically a hookup culture. You know, we casually date, you know, we just kind of out here, but there are so many people who want more. They want to intentionally date. They want to be in serious relationships. They want to one day be engaged and one day to be married and start a family. So if this is what you want, don't go into it accepting the bare minimum. So if example, if you're dating someone and they only want to Netflix and chill, but you or your desire is to intentionally date, Your boundary may be, if we're going to see where this is going, we're going to have to go out on real dates to get to know one another. If that's not where you at, that's cool. But when you hit me with the Netflix and chill text, I won't be responding anymore. Okay, now you can put that in your own words because you may not talk like me. You may not word it like me. Put that in your own words. But if you are not okay with the Netflix and chill only, with no real dates, you need to set a boundary because that is the bare minimum. If you're talking to a guy or a young lady who only wants the Netflix and chill, that means they only want to come to your house and hang out, watch movies, which more than likely, if we're being honest, if this is all the person wants to do, this is more than likely going to lead to sex or the intentions are sex. I mean, let's just Let's keep it real. We keep y'all know we keep it real on demo with Mo. Because if I don't ever want to go out with you publicly, I don't ever want to take you out on actual dates. I don't really want to learn what you enjoy, what you like to do, what's your hobbies, what makes you laugh, what makes you smile, your style, how you like to dress, you know, what type of food you like. If I only want to keep you at the house and Netflix and chill with you all the time. Am I really trying to intentionally date you, but your desire is to intentionally date? That's the bare minimum. And now you need to put healthy boundaries in place. And like I told you guys earlier, we're not going to use boundaries out of context because boundaries are not to control the other person because we can't control anyone else, but we can control what we accept, what we partake in. So if you get a text, Netflix and chill, and you done already told them that's not okay with you. I'm not the Netflix and chill type of person. That's not where I'm at. I'm intentionally dating. I want to hang out. I would love to get to know you better, you know, but we're going to have to 
actually go out on real dates and then they hit you with the Netflix and chill and you already told them if they text you or hit you with that, that you're not going to respond. Your boundary is now not to respond. You ain't got to text them and be like, I told you not to hit me with the Netflix and chill and I wasn't going to respond. No, because your boundary is for you. You can't control them. Even if you tell them, if they text you with that, you're not going to respond. Remember, you can't control them. So they may still text you. They may still call you. They may still FaceTime you. They may still DM you with the Netflix and chill. But your boundary is, if you were to hit me with the Netflix and chill, I will not respond. So what you going to do? Not respond. Okay? You got me? So you know relation, you know what relationships in your life. And we don't have to go down all the relationship examples. That literally can be any relationship in your life. It's not just romantic relationships. What relationship in your life have you been accepting the bare minimum from? Write that down. If you journal, put that in your journal. Write a list of these people. And it may just be one person, whoever, even if it's yourself. Write it down and then write down ways or boundaries you can put in place to help you stop accepting the bare minimum, okay? Three, when you have communicated and created healthy boundaries and the person continues to disregard you and how you feel, depending on the relationship, you may have to be willing to separate yourself, take a break, or even let it go altogether. And the reason I said depending on a relationship, because this is going to be a big piece of that. I don't want nobody saying, Monique told me if my wife don't listen to how I feel, if I've communicated, told her what I need, what I desire, I create a healthy boundary. She continues to disregard my boundaries. Monique said on her podcast that I need to be willing to separate myself. No, <laughs> don't you put that on Monique. I say depending on a relationship because in your marriage, you have a covenant. Your covenant is between you, your spouse, and God. That is not easily broken. That should not just be thrown away as if it's the same as if you were just dating somebody. That's why I said it depends on your relationship. Marriage, sit down and talk to your partner. And I'm telling you this because I am married. You guys know this. You've been rocking with me. You listen to the podcast. My husband and I have been married 12 years. We have continually had to go back and have conversations about this exact thing. My husband may want certain things. I want certain things. We have now gotten to a place in our marriage and we're still working through things where we speak up, where we have to share exactly how we feel. We have to have the hard conversations. We have to be vulnerable. We have to be honest about things that, like I told you guys earlier, once were okay, but they're not okay anymore. It once was enough, but it's not enough anymore. We need more. We desire more. We want more. So we have to continue to have these conversations. So what I'm saying to you is because we're not perfect. <laughs> we are flawed, sinful human beings. We are not perfect. We're not going to always get it right. We're always going to fall short and come up short. That's just who we are. Thank God for Jesus. But what I am saying is when you're dealing with someone 
who continues to disregard you, meaning you tell them what you need, you tell them what you desire, you tell them what you want, and they don't care anything about it. They completely disregard you, not I'm going to try, not how can we figure this out, not how can I do better, not let's talk about this more, not okay, I can do this, but I need a little more time to work on this because relationships are give and take, all relationships. It's not just, like I told you guys a million times during this episode, not just romantic relationships. Relationships are give and take, it's compromise. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody who flat out does not care about how you feel, what you want, what you desire at all. This is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the bare minimum and you better be happy and satisfied with that. And if you're not happy and satisfied with that, oh, well, that's the kind of person that I'm talking about. Now, if that's what you're dealing with, again, you may have to be willing to separate yourself, take a break or even let them go all together. All right, guys, I know this episode may have been a tough one, but you, my friend, are worth more than just the bare minimum. God gave up his son, Jesus, for you, and that was his absolute best. So stop walking around here like you're not worth the best, because you are, and he's already proven that to you. He's already shown you how much he loves you how much he's committed to you. So don't accept the bare minimum from no one as effort as this is enough. We all could do better. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. Remember, I love you, but God loves you so much more. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Follow me on Facebook at Demo with Mo. If you have any questions you would like answered here live on my podcast, email them to me at Demo with Mo at gmail.com. That's D-E-M-O-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com.